Hello and welcome back to the CritCast podcast. It has been a couple of weeks, but we're glad that we have you here with us again. I'm your host, the new DM, and I'm here with your adventurers as we are getting ready to resolve a bit of a character arc for one of our players here, Oro, as we're deep inside Icewind Dale, the spine of the world. Um, I want to quickly uh, introduce the group. Uh, I'll just go through my roll 20 here. Idana, if you don't mind starting us off. Alrighty, I am Idana Tiradon, a... Used to be Dampier, now Vampire. Um, let's see. I currently have blue eyes, uh, brown hair turning into silver. Um, stuck at the age of 25. And I am a rogue. Wonderful. Uh, Torval. Yar, it's me, Torval Crackhand from the Seven Seas. I'm here to plunder your booty, and I'm a dwarf cleric. Yar. Yar. That's my deal. I'm the pirate. That's pretty good. Uh, Vel. Uh, hello, yes, I am Velacor. I am currently playing a um, Keithling wizard. Um, she is very lavender, um, pink eyes sort of like a sort of ombreish uh purple and pink hair and she's got like she just dresses very fancy she's a fancy girl wonderful wonderful and abreus i'm abreus paladin and he is a human i'm a human you can see kind of scraggly brown hair kind of cut back with like a scraggly beard piercing blue eyes dirty brown hair kind of tall but lithe carries a spear and a shield and you know has a cloak wears a cloak that's emblazoned with you know the sigils of icewind dale and he looks like he could pounce at any time which is what he'll do today awesome awesome uh and then we have oro who i will be uh kind of playing here who is a path of the zealot barbarian he's a minotaur uh stands about seven feet he's got what what is he blacks uh fur uh and uh quite menacing uh very uh intimidating presence about him as he kind of likes to rush into things um so last we joined our uh group here we were coming in from a town where we all met up and had a uh drink i guess uh where we had um people uh come in and try to take oro to a spaceship you guys decided that you're gonna just go to that spaceship more or less and uh help him out and resolve this issue you made it through quite the ordeal blizzards uh i think an avalanche at one point we had an ancient white dragon uh that happened uh you were able to see a few of the residents um and the effects of this uh foreign vehicle on the lands with some of the people as the uh distress signal would call out to anyone just uh 
uh, shy of a good wisdom save, I guess, uh, who will hear it and become entranced to make their way over, even find a stone uh, that unfortunately brings them to this place uh, that they kind of lined your way uh, the closer you got to this uh, spaceship and you battled a flesh golem, you battled some insects uh, that were some otherworldly creatures, I guess, also on this uh, spaceship. And... um, yeah. Some mind flayers. And some, yeah, we had some mind flayers. That's right. I'm going through all my stuff here as I'm flipping through my notes. Uh, so far, it has been a uh, very crazy journey, and you're just on that cusp uh, on the battle deck of almost finding out what is really going on here, what is happening, why this is here. Maybe resolve something for your friend Oro as he has really talked this place up in the past. Um, I want to open it up to everyone here as I get myself set up um, with some kind of eerie ethereal music as we... Um, in uh, I guess you guys just finish up a short rest Uh, you are able to hear some of the organics of this uh, oh ship Uh, it is kind of what we talked about before you know metal some wood but mostly in a organic material that flows through it seems like it is wounded uh you can definitely hear moans uh, that sound like it's coming from the ship itself uh definitely sounds like there's still some movement around you it's hard to make out what is movement from the ship being tipped over maybe by the wind blowing or uh the settling of the weight uh and things like that um just a quick question, because I know yeah. it has been a few weeks for us. What is up with this lovely f- fellow here? Did we end up killing him? Is he just yes. a remnant from the last couple of weeks? Yes, <laughs> okay, he <good>. is dead. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing left okay. after that battle on this little area that you're at. Hmm. <laughs> So, Oral, why don't you tell me about what you used to do as a kid? (laughs) I smashed stuff. (laughs) I went around and I, uh, you know, took care of things, learned lots, and uh, mostly just smashed stuff. Well, that seems about on par. (laughs) I should tell you about uh did i well never mind it's not important right now is not the time (laughs) (laughs) what uh i guess as i would know about this ship seeing how i was once a prisoner here i feel i should be straightforward and say i don't think we're quite done before I left. I had an unfortunate run-in with uh, 
some other type of creature and we have yet to slay it so it's either here and frozen in the woods what type of creature was it what did it look like i have no idea it stuck to the shadows it was large it sounded a bit slimy and smelled awful but i am oro and i am bigger and stronger than it so it didn't scare me not one bit of course you are (laughs) okay um yeah i guess we can head upstairs from here and see what else we might be able to find yes i do agree let's find what we can to help you get closure my minotaur friend wonderful um and with that we can start making our way up uh i do know uh here on my notes oro quickly checked the rooms some of them but not everything before we move on uh just to give people options do you want to stop and check anything that you've gone through any of the corridors or shall we just go upstairs um yeah i i, I wouldn't mind checking the rest because Oro went back here, but he'll stop because of the whatever he saw, right? So we didn't finish that checking correct. that here. That yes. is correct. Yeah. Well, we'll go. We'll, okay, so I'm going to peek in here and you know, have a poke around and see what's what's up, I guess. Um, okay. Would you like an escort, my lady? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm rather squishy. Yes, please. Yes. I will go ahead and um, just with my spear prop open the door for, uh, for Val. Okay. Uh, yeah, your spear opens up the door. Uh, you're able to all slide in. Um, I'll bring Oro in as well. Um, as you kind of come into this area, you see the remnants of what looked like a bit of a crazy battle. Uh, lots of guts and slime uh mucus uh from the typical squidlings and then their innards as oro had made them pretty much uh regret their decision to take him in uh you do see that there's a room a bit to the right of you that uh is a jar um the door itself is organic um with a bit of a sliding uh metal mechanism that slides from the left to the right um so a good oh i would say strength check would probably open up the door i'd give it a 14 dc 14 uh, okay. If anyone wants to, or I can have Oro do it. It's up to you. Not as strong as Oro, but I'll do my best. Rias, why don't you let me give you a hand as well? And I'll that try be and assist him. Okay, if that's fair, I'll, I'll give it. you an advantage. 13. Oh, darn. <laughs> so, uh, a as you go to hit it, you just slam up against it and what you notice is a pulse against this whole um door the fleshy material of the door not the not quite the uh the metal um that's really holding it firm you kind of form into it as a pulse of color radiates throughout the ship and that's when you guys start to hear a little bit of 
movement above your head. It sounds heavy. It sounds slothful. But stops deliberately, almost above you. Like, directly above our heads or on the next, like, story? On the next floor above you. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, if we were going to have a slime drop on our heads, I was going to lose my mind. Yeah, we all happen to be cluttered into one area. (laughs) Uh, So, Mr. Aura, would you maybe give it a shot? Yes, Aura. rather big and strong and a bull. Yeah, I'll help you. I'm going to also uh, help show you where we tried, and maybe you can get a better job of it and uh, just guidance you. Perfect. I'm, I got this. I'm gonna. This is what I used to do as a kid. Remember Smash? So I can uh, roll a strength check. That's the wrong. It's also what you do as an adult. <laughs> uh, strength check. Oh yeah. So. Oh shit. <laughs> he rams back, or he uh, leans back, and then he rams his head forward, hitting the door. Um, the metal starts to uh, give as he pushes a little bit more and the doors burst open as he uh, steps to the side and he goes, there you go. Not that hard. Beerus <laughs> is quietly taking notes on his form. <laughs> it's or, thank you. It's the horns. They help. He can hear. What does she see? Okay. Uh, so as you step in, uh, you do see a handful of things. Um, you uh, This room contains a five-foot diameter sphere, excuse me, sphere of a shiny black metal uh, with small transparent uh, hexagon wi- or hexagonal windows, sharp metal uh, tines, uh, or excuse me, tines resembling grasping claws uh, protrude from the nearby walls and ceilings stretching towards the sphere but stopping just short of it. Along the walls are low mounted control stations studded with knobs and dials. You also have two what looks like basic commoners standing asleep uh, leaning against the wall encapsulated in a cocoon of sorts stuck against the organic material of this ship um bell will poke her head back out and say okay so um that people in here in a co- in cocoons maybe they're still alive we could try and get them out um also there's a big weird spherical thing thing I'm a baba. Um, maybe you know what it is, Oro? Oro uh, will kind of look in and he'll be like, mm. I'll move him in. Oh, uh, looks maybe to be, uh, he'll do a check on it. Uh, to see, I guess, a history check to see if he remembers anything from it. Gets a four. Uh, so, doesn't really remember as much as he just says wasn't really somewhere I was able to go. Sorry. Uh, those people look disgusting, though, as he kind of points. Uh, the 
the the organic material that's formed around them is almost like a sleeping bag uh how it wraps up and around leaving the face and chest cavity open um but holding them upright oh chest cavity open okay yeah can i roll uh, to see if they're alive uh yeah yeah go up and uh i'll move out of your way with the oro so you can slip in this tiny little room uh I'm going to go over in my head what you need to do to see if somebody's alive and guide myself. Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so Fair. I'm going to add a D4 to that. Uh, where's my D4? Awesome. 18. 18 within 18. You can tell they have... They don't look great. Uh, it's definitely something that seems to be making them sick um however they're for the most part pretty i don't want to say healthy uh screw it i'll put it like this uh so they seem like they are comfortable but not enjoying themselves i guess is a good way to put it they're not currently dying uh they seem to be almost in a uh sleeping state a very deep stasis alien cocoons Breus, i might be able to use your sword in here you think you'd maybe cut them out yes whatever caused this abomination must be destroyed and so Breus is gonna use his uh he takes out his glaive his ray and he like two-handed kind of whacks the cocoon down Okay, um, make me a attack roll, please. And which Eight. one are you swinging on, the north or south one? I'll swing on the north. Okay. Ooh, 20. Nice. With a 20, you do a hit. Roll me the damage to see if you are able to cleanly... 14 damage. So. 14. You are able to break this person free as they fall to the ground, still uh, unconscious. Uh, you can I, uh, see that the flesh, uh, or the, I wouldn't say flesh, the uh, um, material of their cold weather gear that was underneath this cocoon has been almost eaten through, revealing flesh. And some of that flesh has been kind of opened up, almost like it's been uh, feeding on itself. Do they look like they're dying? I wouldn't s- you can roll a medicine check. Well, I, uh, I looked at Tobrol because I know he inspected him. Tobrol, are they in need of healing? Looking through the cocoon, it was hard to tell. They seemed alive, but I'm not. I'm not totally sure. Um, so I I... I, uh, I I lay out my hands and I summon the essence of Kalemabors and say, you know, um, and in my mind, you know. God of Death, it is not this one's time yet, and I pump one point of healing into uh, into the into this person. Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you give them one point of healing, uh, and they wake up. eyes a bit glazed over 
they are all but coherent as they kind of almost like a drunkenly stumber, uh, stammer as they try to gain themselves around not really sure what's happening uh, trying to speak but mostly just mumbling um, quick thing while everyone's doing this can I kind of you know uh, make a flat intelligence check to gauge you know just even try to gauge what that sphere could be yeah yeah absolutely thank you uh, oh that was really nice I got a 21 yes uh as you kind of look at the sphere um and and the way it is constructed uh and how it has almost i would say almost looks like you could tell how it would function as something that looks reminiscent to maybe drawings that you've seen in a book of a propulsion system very crudely of this sophisticated model um, that you're kind of seeing in front of you. You look at it and you can definitely tell there's a good chance you might be able to function some of the controls with the knobs and dials that you see to maybe get it going with a 21 intelligence check. Okay. Okay, we're not trying to fly the spaceship right now, I don't think, so she'll leave it be. Okay. Oh, come on, an airship. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I gently hand, hand the person to Tovrel, and I go over and cut the other person okay. down, because I will not see another person suffer. And I'm, I'm going to cast, uh, from my Charm of Restoration from the Chowingas, a uh, Lester Restoration on this dude. So oh. you're blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned, which is what I'm thinking. Okay. And while you guys are all getting set up, I need a swing to see what uh, you hit, Abreus and Idana. What hmm. are you up to? Um, well, there's not really room in the room for me, so Idana's just kind of chilling, trying to not be terrified of this foreign spaceship that she's in and just kind of hanging out with Oro just keeping an eye out making sure whatever was upstairs maybe doesn't start coming down here awesome that's a that's a great point roll me a perception check please okay ah 14 not bad, but not great. Okay. You can hear footsteps. Uh, not footsteps as much as uh, movement uh, that seems to be heavy against the floor, sliding, uh, moving something. I rolled, to, I rolled against your 14 to see how much noise uh, whatever's going on up there is making. Okay. Uh, mostly, it seems to be, yeah, yeah, sliding uh, uh, friction against the uh, top floor. Okay, so it's keeping to itself up there for now, which is good. For now, yep. Uh, okay, so yeah, if it starts trying to head downstairs, I will knock on the door. Okay. 
pop my head in, let them know that it's moving, and just immediately go upstairs. Okay. Um, so we swing back to a brace who swung a 23 and uh, got a 6. You were able to cut some of the cocoon down, but not all of it. Uh, as you kind of see this person as you're cutting away there's only a little bit hanging on to this person from the cocoon's uh, foundation that you were able to cut. Uh, unfortunately, the state of the person's decay, they fall to the ground with loss of an arm. Oh. oh that's not good. Um, with your, what was it, lesser restoration? <laughs> trying to make sure I cover all my bases here uh, they are the person wakes up uh, and kind of regains complete composure um, and uh, they they smile at you and uh, go to give you a hug Torvrol and as they get about, oh, about, I would say, a good foot away from you, they start grabbing at their chest and uh, start coughing really, really hard and heaving against yeah. the floor, holding their stomach as they throw something up. Some oh, no. gooey, oh. mooey form that hits the ground. Oh, no. And squish uh, it, squish it, squish it. Squishing it. <laughs> May I squish it? Uh, yeah, yeah, if you want to squish it. 27? Yeah. For so, 14 damage. So as you go through and you slash down, you cut into this gooey form. It looks almost like you're cutting through a soft-boiled egg as it slices open and goo and morph, like, tentacle, some small little, like, almost uh, tentacle-looking pieces fall out and uh yeah more goo <laughs> they incubators that's gross I, I stab it with the tip of my glaive and kind of grind it into paste this is why you shouldn't eat at gas stations <laughs> it's a gas station yeah. is the person still alive after throwing up a uh, alien egg yes uh with the lesser restoration um i've yeah, they uh, more or less were able to get rid of it without it, um, I guess, popping out. Okay. And is the person with the missing arm still alive? Yes, yeah, just not in great shape. <laughs> oh, no. All that right. is terrible. Well, I Toro cannot abide that, unfortunately. Toro? Toro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to burn one of my few remaining spell slots uh, cure wounds to staunch the bleeding and then I'll also then follow up with the charm again and do another lesser restoration on this dude ooh wonderful uh, again uh, you're able to give this person back some health uh, the bleeding stops um Okay, yeah. Uh, so the bleeding stops and they uh, get up 
and same thing kind of happens. Uh, they don't get too close to you. They just kind of stand up and just start grabbing at themselves and leaning over, throwing up, getting rid of this goo, uh, passing the creature that was inside them. Do you guys going to smash this one too? Yeah, I, I'm gonna... I swapped my spear and I spear it for like 12 damage for the 19. Okay, hold on. What what were you going to say, Vale? Oh, I was going to cast Firebolt at it. Okay, so yeah, same same plan. Okay, so uh, yeah, the uh, we'll, we'll say the spear hits uh, again. Um, 12 damage kills it. You're able to smash it. This one definitely looks like you can make out some almost long what would be hand with very large claws in retro oh. in uh, ratio to the fleshy part uh, you can start to see that this one was a lot more developed and uh are either one of them like coherent or are they just like out they're really they're they're healthy they're um i would say yeah they would be coherent uh yeah yeah i would say they're they're kind of out of it but they're you know they kind of remember what's going on and who they are and things like that enough to uh pass for a cure wounds that you gave them and the what's, one uh, health what's what's done this to you how did uh, you manage to get in those sleeping bags of gross uh their eyes kind of glaze over as they are now remembering the horrific incident as they start to shake a little bit and they they say we i i've never seen anything i thought and they look at each other and they look at you and then they start to um grasp uh at themselves and then at you trying to almost like they're they're like uh checking to see how tangible you are um give me one second here um okay uh and um real quick i'm gonna jump over to idana uh yes you can listen for that thing upstairs again um and then i will look over those messages on discord sorry <laughs> i don't care anything <laughs> okay it's a nat one. that's a nat one all right uh yeah it seems all calm the only thing that you do hear is the kind of crashing down of people in the next room uh you do notice some more of that pulsing light uh that traveled uh from when the door was hit originally uh that that forming that goes around the ship happened um that's about it the uh the the people that you saved looked at each other and they're like oh my i i don't know it came from the shadows and i i was worried that thought we were saving something uh, I just I I don't remember how it happened but I we were taken from behind and next thing I know uh, I'm eating swallowing something 
and yeah, best and then, not to think about that part. And then they kind of yeah, they they glass over a little bit. Um, you can tell uh, with an insight check of I would say thirteen or higher. Uh, if anyone Easy. wants it, yeah, twenty fours. <laughs> you can tell they're honest. They don't really remember much about the event because it happened so fast. But the main thing was that they were called here from the uh, Psy Crystals, and a creature lurk got them from the shadows and placed them here and made them swallow or uh, pierce them with something, I guess. So we can't take them with us, and we have more to do in this um, ship. Would you be safe staying here? It's, you know, only one way in, one way out, so things cannot sink up on you. They'd have to come straight forward, and I could give you a dagger to maybe help. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll take a dagger. Yeah, just make sure you don't forget about us, please. We. Oh no, we'll we come back. Stay don't here. worry. No, no, you're not going to stay here. Okay. Uh, which one do you give the dagger to? Uh, the one I'm closest to. Oh no, the one with two arms. Sorry. Two <laughs> the one with Fair two arms. Fair enough. I'm gonna give them. Help me remember. The red is in case. We need them for the dagger. Uh, <laughs> so that little red dot will indicate the north one has the dagger with the two arms. Uh, you're able to kind of uh, hand them off. Uh, they look very nervous about you leaving, but um, with the dagger, they seem like they're going to be at least comfortable for a couple minutes, hopefully. I also probably haven't eaten in forever. Um, here you go. She'll hand up each one ration. Uh, they'll um, take the rations and smell it and start to gag, and they're like, "I'm sorry, after, after what oh, we okay. were forced no, to that's do." Fair. That is totally fair. You just take some time and yeah, process everything you went through. I guess. Well, we destroy the aliens who did this to you. Uh, thank you. Be safe again, please. Don't don't forget about us. We'll we'll be right here. Yes, yes, I know. You'll be right here. Okay. Um, Oro, uh, I want to make a perception check. Uh, I'm going to have him go. Uh, Oro's going (laughs) to look at Idana as if uh, something's wrong uh, and say, I think I I I hear something. What do you hear? Uh, uh, more movement going on upstairs, but it sounds like it's getting uh, a little closer than it should be. Maybe closer down towards, and he said, I guess, getting closer, I guess. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away. Okay, um, if something's getting closer, um... I'm going to go try and see if I can maybe hold this thing off for a second, or at least try and sneak up on it. Maybe see what it is and then come back and tell you guys. Okay. Would you like us to hear you, Donna? Or follow you? Um, stay here for a moment. I'll I'll try and sneak ahead and then come back. We'll do. And I'm going to 
go through the door. Do I see anything or hear anything? So as you step through the door, roll me a ooh, investigation or perception. Your choice. Um, I'm going to try and listen first. Okay. Specifically. 21. You start to hear what sounds like slimy tentacle movement sliding, grinding against the floor, uh, getting closer. Um, you can almost hear little, uh, like it sounds like, um, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like wet sandals against the floor also, uh, that real kind of like jello. Yeah. Jello-y sound. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, can I maybe tell how far off it is? Yeah, with the 21... Like, if it's, like, near the top of the stairs here, or if it's, like, upstairs in, like, this area. It's starting to go... Uh, it would be heading upstairs. Heading upstairs? So it's coming from down here, up these stairs? Correct. Oh, shoot. We missed something. Oh, I guess we did fuck. Oh, shoot. I thought we explored other rooms. Um, I'm going to come right here and peek my head down the stairs. Do I see anything? Yes, you start to see tentacles starting to feel their way up the stairs, the side of the walls, and Uh, everything. Um, can I quietly make my way back? through that door uh, I'll roll check. you a stealth check yeah yep. <laughs> but 16 yes you're able to jet back inside there uh, creature almost got there he rolled a 15 uh, so, oh gosh <laughs> so almost caught on but not quite not uh, much more for uh yeah not much for it to see or hear uh since you were able to beat it uh what would you like to say donna um okay quickly something is right now coming up the stairs not down the stairs um it's going to be here any second we've got something bad okay um okay we should probably go position ourselves in a Right, It's going to be right outside this door. As soon as we open it, we're going to be fighting it. Then, by all means, you first. And that's when you can clearly hear all of you that same jello-y, tentacle, slimy, gooey sound outside the door, slipping in this area all around, uh, almost like a little child laughter, giggly, kind of murmury sound as they move and gutter away. But it sounds like... They're not sticking around. I'm going out now. Follow me. And... Do we have a chance to prepare, or are we charging right now? I mean, you guys can prepare something. I'm going to be drawing my ice dagger, getting ready to stab whatever might be there. Yeah, I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to probably just prepare a chromatic orb to throw out the first enemy I see out there. And I'm going to just step out. Oh! Okay. 
<laughs> Tanner, you stink. <laughs> so you see those little tentacle uh, squiddling creatures as uh, you have missed just a few of them as they have kind of made their way up the stairs. Uh, they don't really seem to be paying you too much mind um, as much as they are trying to make their way up to the second floor. Almost uh, like they're... Yeah, yeah. I guess the best way to put it is they're not really trying to pay you any mind. They're, okay, uh, and these these be... are the nice ones from last time, right? Uh, if I'm remembering this correctly. Yes. Do these squidlings look like what just came out of these two uh, fellows? No. No, okay. these would... Uh, yeah, these would look a little bit different. Adana, is the is this sound different from the sound you heard earlier? Oh, that is a good question. Do they sound different from the thumpy creature upstairs? Uh, very different. Very different. Okay. So I'll just kind of look at them and then head back in. Oh, I can't head back in. Someone's in front of the door. Bonk, bonk. Yeah. <laughs> bonk, bonk. It's, it's a, I was waiting to go out that way, so I'll yeah. I... step back this way. There we go. Abria, so... Okay, false alarm. Oh, okay, Hog. I'm a little bit worried about what's going upstairs. Yeah, no, we, we should probably head upstairs as soon as possible. Get that handled. Um, <laughs> while we're here, I am going to cast a spell on myself. So I take out some holy water and I sprinkle over myself and I'm kind of praying to Kalam of War to protect me against the, the deep denizens of the deep. I cast protect from evil and good of myself this time. Okay. Anyone else want to prepare anything or do anything? I know, Vale, you said you had a chromatic orb that you may have ready to yeah. uh, go. Yeah, will just let it fizzle out because okay. no, the threat's not there happening right now. Okay, perfect. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> you hear the... Uh, <laughs> Little uh, gnome squidlings uh, make their way on up the stairs. Uh, I'm heading out. I'm heading upstairs. Are you with me? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, we're, we're planning on heading upstairs. All right. Uh, move your tokens right here, if you don't mind, and I'll move you to the uh, upstairs. We are all in the same square. Oops. Oh, wait, you made it Oro out here, I think. Oro, what's this? Oh, come on. Sorry. Level 20 is literally being as stubborn as possible right now. Okay. Um, Alright, so you guys are able to make your way upstairs. It's a lot of people. Um... And as you make your way upstairs, uh, you see suspended from the ceiling of this high domed chamber is a complex lattice of bioluminescent jellyfish that use glowing tips of their tendrils to form constellations. 
a high back chair with short armrest capped with sparkly blue crystal orbs tilts up towards the display a panel on the storyboard wall lies open exposing excuse me exposing a pulsing tendril of flesh embedded with crystal shards those creatures those gnome squidlings that you saw start to form their way to the people um, and each one of them kind of slowly climb up the body of these frozen in place much to the same cocoons that you saw down before people as they take their tentacles upon the foreheads and sink them deep in and start extracting their brains and feeding you can start oh. to hear what sounds like uh, childlike laughter amongst a jelly guttural sound oh no yeah so we're not gonna let them just do this right i mean uh, abreos can't tolerate this this is absolute evil but we are also helping these creatures i am torn right now oh, wait, how, why are we helping them i thought we are here to kill them yes no, so the squidlings were the nice ones from last time. They just didn't oh. attack us. That's all. Oh, that's right. No, the squidlings didn't just attack us. They were oh, oh. different things that attacked oh. us. Orville's walking around with his hammer, kind of like trying to knock them off. Not like hit them, but like, shoo, shoo, get away from there. Um, I think that's my food. Yeah, uh, you can clearly tell that these uh, gnome squidlings have started to learn to survive off of the keep of whatever's doing this to them. Uh, probably at least uh, willing to put up with whatever it takes to uh, survive this frozen, desolate place. Uh, while these creatures are feasting on the brains of these comatose <laughs> travelers you start to hear a little bit of almost moaning from which direction roll yeah. perception check I'm gonna roll as well I will also roll I got a 22 nice I got the 17 I got a two. <laughs> okay. I am not productive. Abreus, you're pretty sure that it could be just the sounds of the wind outside. Vel, Idana, uh, you are convinced it's coming from somebody uh, rather close to you, Idana. Really close to you. Is it one of these two people? Yes. Bill, okay. you, would, you could probably tell that it's somewhere where Idana's standing. Um, can I just look at both of these people, see if one of them is like kind of moving around or whatnot? Yeah, the, upon closer inspection, uh, this one here doesn't seem to have had the same cocoon-like structure. Uh, placed on it. Looks like a very uh, fresh 
newly frozen body, if that. So, like, just freshly paralyzed and kind of suspended with minimal goo and no sleeping bag? Exactly. Okay, um, can I just go in with one of my normal daggers and just kind of cut away at the goo? As you still, as you approach, the eyes of the person burst wide open and they start looking at you and unable to really open their mouth as they start going, mm, mm, mm. I'm just going to put my finger up and say, uh, like a kind of a shushing motion over my mouth and just say, it's, it's all right. I'm, I'm here to help you. You notice something very strange when you put your finger up to their mouth. It doesn't quite feel like it should. And as it does, a blue slad creature springs oh no. out of its humanoid oh. shape and, uh, and comes up and places its two giant, heavy, muscular, clawed arms on the ground and telepathically uh, say to you, Stay. Make it easy. Oh, I hate slabs. Oh, no. I draw my moon touch spear and, and point it and say, Fiend, you shall perish. Oh. Uh, and as you call out, Oro is going to start kind of huffing and puffing, and he's like, That's not the one. That's not the one I saw. And as he says that, this door opens. Oh, crap. And that door opens, I cast Beacon of Hope on all of us. And a red slad slowly starts to stumber out. Clearly young and newly formed. As you start to see and smell the wretchedness of death on the ship. Uh, beacon of hope. It just makes it so all my allies, uh, whenever I cure them, they cure for max. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. And advantage and wisdom saving throws, <laughs> which is important. <laughs> all right. Um, let's roll because... initiative, shall we? Yeah. Oh, leech, you willikers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, hold on, let me use this. Uh, let's get this rolling. <laughs> Freaky 24! Heck yeah, baby! Just watch me roll one. <laughs> Blue Slab yep. got a Close, I rolled a three. Here we go. Here hey. we go. I'll get some good, good job, battle guys. music going on nice here in a spell. second. Red Slab. And I need Oro. I don't know why I didn't put mine in the tracker. Did you click on your icon before you rolled? Oh, I guess I did not. Yeah. Oh, Oro's only got 18 health? Ha! I forgot about that. Oh, gosh. Did you give him a short rest? I didn't. Thank you for reminding Oops. me. That would be good. Okay, he's back up. He's back up to a 74. Oh, no, I read that wrong. No, 18 is his AC, sorry. The bubbles are backwards. Uh, his indicators are backwards on me, guys. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Uh, let's get this party started. Um, My character sheet up. So, um... Oh, dear. All right. Idana. Okay, so normal dagger in one hand, ice dagger in the other. Do I get two attacks yet? I don't remember. I think I do. Level, uh, are you a, just a rogue? Yeah. Yeah. Rogues don't oh, get two you, attacks. Yeah, oh, beans. Yeah. You can always attack with your offhand, but you just lose, like, proficiencies. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm just gonna go with my ice dagger at this thing in front of me. Okay. So, as part of my bonus action, I'm going to transform it into its sword form. Okay. So it turns into a short sword. So let me see... Actions, attack. So that should be a plus six rather than a plus five. So that should be a 13. 13. Does not oh, hit. Ah, dang it. Okay, well, I used my bonus action to turn it into a sword. Um, action to attack. Yeah, okay, here I am. Yeah, that's my turn. <laughs> cool. Cool. Vail. Yeah. Also, Tanner, as soon as you can, can you read those notes in Discord? Because they're kind of important. Yeah, absolutely. Let me read these real quick. Go ahead, Vail. Vail will back up on space and then cast a chromatic orb at the red slot. Um, turning the using uh, her, you know, scribe order of the scribe stuff to turn it into a uh, force damage. There we okay. go. First, first level uh, chromatic orb. Oh no! Oh, sixteen. Does that hit? Red slad sixteen does hit. Okay, cool. And then this will be uh, seventeen force damage. Nice. 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 Very good. And that's my turn. Okay. Very good. Um, I'm going through this. Sorry, it's just kind of vital at the moment with the battle, and we never really finished this discussion. You know what? Let's. Uh, I'm gonna push pause really quick, and we can take a quick bathroom drink break, and that'll give me a time to uh, read this without yeah, yeah, having fine. to cut this out real quick. So pause okay. in three, two, one. All right, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we took a quick break. Um, I'm gonna jump right back into the action here as Vel cast a chromatic orb against the red slad uh, that was coming through the door for 17 points of damage. Uh, I think was the maximum amount of damage you could do force for uh, for you, right, Vale? Uh, no, actually, because I rolled a four, a five, and an eight. Oh, so I could have done a bit more. I wonder but it was still really 17. good damage. Oh, I gotcha. It's, oh, it's it was an glowing. Eight. Yeah, oh, yeah it's I got you. Eight, yeah. Sweet. 
that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was like some special thing that was going on. I was like, good for you. Uh, but let's jump into the blue sled's turn, shall we? Oh, boy. The blue slad is going to attack you, Idana, yeah. first with its bite. Uh, that's an 18. Yeah, that definitely hits. That's 11 piercing. And then we got two Ow. claw attacks afterwards. Ah, ah, criminy. That's a 25. That's a 19. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, those both super hit. My armor class is only 14. Okay. Ah, beans. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw over infected with chaos oh. phage. Oh, oh, don't Lori. be like that. Come on. Dirty 20. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. All right, you're out of it. Uh, Do I need to make one for each claw attack? No. Okay. Oh, how much damage are you doing to me, boss? Because uh, both of those claw attacks super hit. Yeah, so I got a 22. 22 extra damage on that? Yeah, from the claw attacks. Oh, good Slashing? Lord. I don't know if you can do anything with slashing. No, <laughs> I just have resistance against cold and necrotic. Good lord, that just automatically bloodied me. Yeah, blood Oh, you can uncanny dodge, that's right. Oh, I do have uncanny dodge. Oh, I that changes things. about that. That changes okay, things. Okay, so I will dodge out of the way of those claw attacks. Thank yeah, you, I'm still getting used to this level so five. Is it just the one or is it both? It's uh, one one attack gets half damage. The so one with the three attacks. Yeah. Okay. So whichever so was take... the strongest. So a uh, half damage, that would put us at. I'll, so I'll I took thirty-three to four... damage. Okay, so I'll take uh, seven off of it. Seven off. Okay. That was the highest. Okay. Thank you for reminding me about that. <laughs> very, I'm still getting very used good. to that. <laughs> I was about to say, I want oh, you snap. To stay up, Idana. Yeah, I want me to stay up too. Um. Oh, Jeebus. And then the blue slad is going to knock over this commoner here and take their step positioning themselves more strategically closer so they can get to Val, Jeez. too. Jeez. Val! Oh, crap. Oh, Oro. Is going to move 5, 10, 15. I'm going to put him right here to just for uh, flanking reasons. <laughs> uh, so he can have his uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, Vantage on the advantages. attack. And so he is a barbarian. He needs to state that he is raging. And he is going to use his great axe. A 15 should hit the blue slab. Let me make sure. A 15 does hit. So that great axe comes down. And he gets a quick 17... 
And let me make sure. I think he's got an extra attack. Yes, he should, he does. yeah. Yeah, barbarian. Attack. Uh, once more. Oh, yes. Nice. Very cool. Another 15. Or, uh, yeah, he's got a 15. He's doing some damage. Uh, and let me add that in there. Make sure there's nothing else Oro can do or should do. No, he didn't dash. Um, okay, um, I need to... No, I'm going to keep that. Alright, uh, that'll do it for Oro's turn. Um, it'll be the Red Sled's turn as they start to... Uh, they take this commoner and move them aside, uh, kind of breaking the cocoon around them and knocking off that little uh, squidling creature as they step closer to you, uh, Torvril and Abreus. The red slad is going to multi-attack a bite down on you, Torvril, for 23. Hits. That's 11 piercing. And then their two claws attacks are coming down at you, Abreus. They're at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, if it's an aberration or a fiend or a demon. Okay. Uh, disadvantage, I got a 13 and a 19. I knock both aside with my shield. Perfect. AC 20. Nice. Lovely. Nice. Okay, so you knock both away as... Uh, Torvald takes a little bit of damage, but this red slad seems to be accustomed in its uh, hosts fighting back. Uh, that'll bring us to your turn, Abreus. Um, oh, wait. I'm sorry. I should have gone Torvald. Why are you so far down? Uh, before your turn, I'm sorry, Abreus. I need to go to Torvald. No worries. I probably also, messed yeah, up. Um... Just one Wait, quick I... question, just quite a quick reminder. I think Oro gets a zealot damage because he's raging for the next time. Okay. Oh, yeah. zealot damage, yeah. Also, does the um, does Abreus have to make a save for the claw? I did uh, get so, hit. Since he didn't get oh, hit. Oh, that's no. right, that's right. You're not your AC stupid, that's right. <laughs> that's right, your <laughs> AC stupid. <laughs> ah, I well, feel that sometimes. Still hit me if I didn't cast protection from good and evil. So... Oh, yeah. I cast a 25 and I think a 24. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, Torvril. Yep. Um, we'll go ahead and use our uh, last emboldening bond here. And we are going to hit... Um, let's see. We'll do Abreus... Uh, Probably Oro, I think. And the Adana Arvel, Adana Arvel. I'm gonna I go do weapon with... strikes. So. What's that? I do not do weapon strikes. Uh, it just is a D4 to like an attack roll. So if you're doing like your chromatic ward, oh, you would okay. you'd be able to use it for that? Uh, um, but you do make a good... Adana because she does one hit. She has one hit. Yeah. So we'll do Adana then, and we'll, we'll keep it on those three. Okay. okay. And then for my bonus action, 
I'm actually not going to do anything because I only have three spell slots left. <laughs> you got it, guys! There you go. Thank you! <laughs> I love it. So that was uh, Idana, yourself, and Abreus? Oro and Abreus. Okay, I need yeah. to give Oro. Oops. A little mark. And that's just. Also, that did activity. you Come on. see what Abreus had posted in chat about Oro and his damage? Yeah, uh, so that should be an extra d4. d6 plus uh, 2. There we go. 5. And um, also, because things went really fast. I, as the creature came in, I would have used my poor master feat that allows me to take a reaction um, to, to uh, attack him, attack the red slot as soon as it entered my reach. Fair. Actually, the blue slot, because it came in first. You want the blue? Yeah, because that would have hit me for uh, come in first, so I would have attacked it first. Okay. Oh, True. wait, that means it wouldn't be able to move, right? Because it, uh, it, was Sentinel? Oh no, using no, Polar Master. Sentinel. Sentinel. Yeah, yeah, that's Polar Master. That's I know. Right. I love so Sentinel. <laughs> I love Sentinel so much. Oh my god, especially Polar Master. It's such a good combo. Yeah, I know. Is. Give me a few more levels, guys. <laughs> yeah, three <laughs> more levels. On the blue slot as it came in. Okay, so that's the spear. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, giving me nine. Yep. Love it. Okay. Um, is it my turn? Uh. Yes, uh, that means you burned your reaction. Uh, keep yep. that in mind. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Your turn. Yeah, yep. and so now I am going to... I'm not flanking if I'm here, right? Uh, no. Okay, it's fine. I don't... I'm going to try and draw both. Oh, I was going to say, it, you can't stand there because you'll be standing on a console, a uh, staring oh. console. It would be... Uh, you would have to position yourself up uh, better. <laughs> that would be kind of cool if I was doing from like advantage about. That's more for RP sake. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> yell. I'm gonna try yell and go creatures of the deep and tr to try to get them to focus on me instead of Idana and, and Torvald. I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast uh, Hexblade's Curse on this creature. So I crit now on a 19 and 20. And I add my proficiency uh, bonus to it's to any damage I do. Then I proceed to attack it with my spear. I roll a d4 to attack it. So that's a 17 to hit. Okay. Does it hit? Yes. So this is 12 piercing damage, uh, plus three, so 15. Okay. And I proceed to pump a divine smite into it. So you divine see my spear pulse with with like great energy as I as I smite it for another nine. Okay. Not bad. And then I'm done. That's the end of my turn. Not bad. Alright, back to the top of the turn order with Idana. Okay, so let me get a little bit of healing in there. So, con mod plus half level, what is that? So, three, so six. So, my vitality just goes up a little bit. And this thing bit me, so I'm going to bite it. 
and I agree. <laughs> Do it to it, Loss. Oh, yeah. You got this. Nice. Three. Very nice. nice. Uh, yeah, what's that damage? 12. So six piercing and 12 necrotic, and its total health goes down by 12, and I heal for 12 hit points. Awesome. I just accidentally clicked the wrong button, and I backed out of this map. I'm coming back, guys. Hold on. <laughs> you did it. Uh, you did a good uh, hit on this thing. Oh, you stupid roll 20. Okay. Okay. That was and a then total as of, what was so, the total amount of oh, damage just so I make sure? Eighteen? Eighteen and it loses twelve of its total max hit points. Perfect. Not like I don't think it can heal or anything, but you never know. <laughs> right. Never fought one of these before. And then with my bonus action, I am going to disengage um let's see boy there's not a lot of safe places in here nope nope i'm gonna just come and stand over next to vel so she has <gasps> something of a buffer because oh, no. i know she huh? is more squishy Guys. Why oh no. Uh -huh. Yeah. Guys. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Why are you oh, laughing? Stop I that. just read something that I forgot. Uh, I have highlighted in my hardcover book, not on roll twenty. Uh, uh -huh. I'm gonna count it as a layer action. Uh oh. Oh, oh no. Okay. Remind me after uh, after Vel, I have I'm gonna have you guys do something. So uh, you back away, Idana. Uh, anything else? Um, that's all I can do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Vel. Yeah, am I able to stand right here? Yes, you can. Sorry, okay, it is domed. To... It's a little bit uncomfortable, but you're more than capable. You're very I'm short. I'm going to disengage as an act and stand right here. Okay, that is my turn. <laughs> and I'm ignoring what I say in the next room. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing to worry about with that. Uh, so, because of the thirteen, I need everyone in this room to make me a dexterity sixteen. Oh, saving dear. throw. 16? 16. Oh. Not good. Fuck yes. 20. <laughs> I have very little chance of making this. Tor, bro. But if you... I did not make it. Oh, well, hold on, because of Brace, oh, you got the D4. D4, yeah, oh. D4. Come on, 4. Come on, 4. Oh. No. Oh. I rolled a 1. Oro has to roll 1 now, right? Yep. Overworld really well. Oh, three. He needs the D4. No, even with the D4, no matter, even minimum one, he makes it, right? Yep. Yep. He, yep. Love it. Oh, okay, he's good. Love it. 
Okay, so from the ceiling, those tentacles that uh, were draping down, holding the ship, start to slowly drop down and try and restrain uh, Abreus. And is yeah. it Torvril? Yep. Oh, dear. You guys become uh, restrained by the tentacles oh, as and as that happens you start to see your little friends that extracted the brains start to notice who's being held still as they <gasps> start to wander closer to you oh, no! oh fuck these guys oh shoot I should have chromatic orbs when I, when I had the chance I thought they yeah. were okay. No, they're not. We should kill them. Oh no! All right. Oh no! Uh, Blue Slad's turn. Let me pull up the character sheet again. Uh, so the Blue Slad, after being hit, is going to focus its attention on you, Abreus. Uh, I hit it. You hit it? I bit Idana. it real good. I bit it. Yeah, there we go. That works. Idana. <laughs> Come at me. A 24 for a bite. Yeah. That's a quick 14. I will half that one. Okay. And then the claws. First one. 12. Not hitting. Second one. 24. Oh, good lord. Yeah, that hits too. Roll me that constitution save. 22. Nice. So you pass as you miss the first uh, claw, the second one hitting you. Uh, as you can start to feel like the... Venom, you can start to almost see come off the claw as you move yourself out of the way, just in case taking eight slashing. Eight slashing, okay. All right, Torvril. Uh, break free. All right, uh, is that a uh, strength, strength check? please. Oh, thank God that's not me. Okay. Come on, dice. Do this for me right now, please. <laughs> Six. Oh, oh, oof. Oh, Big oh. oof. All right. Okay. Uh, is, is there? So I'm restrained, right? Right. Um. Anything I can do here? You could do a bonus action spiritual weapon, I bet, because you can talk. You can I don't know attack. if you need to move your hands though. Yeah. I'm I'm saving. I don't want to use spiritual weapon because I'm saving my stuff for heals in case anybody drops. Valid. Oh, that's smart. I've got one other spell I want to cast. Um. You can cast cantrips. Right. Um. Yeah. Then that's. I guess what I'm gonna do here. Uh. Is cast a um. Told the dead on uh red. DC 16. DC 16. It's a good uh, DC. Yeah, wisdom saving throw. Mm. 
I got a 17. Aww. Right. No damage then. <laughs> Is it Sadly, not half? It's not half? No, it's cantrip. Nope. No. You have to be a very special wizard for that to happen. Oh, okay. Darn, I thought there was going to be some half on there. All right, fair. Um, so yeah, that's a... Uh, uh, let's 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 get the squid on <laughs> I need to move him there uh, so I don't forget uh, all right Torvoral. Um, Oro is going to go uh, let's see he's gonna do his thing uh, first again raging and then the Divine Fury will be added onto that, correct? Should it hit? He is, yep. current, he is currently fighting with a, a, a Adana, I think, too. Yep, so okay. it'll be at advantage. Yeah. Oh, he crits! Oh, awesome. He crits! Good. Oh, that's sexy. Bless up, fam. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Just who we need to crit. 1d12? I don't like that. I want a better number. Okay, so 14, 11, <laughs> so that's 25, 7, 32. Nice. Nice. So 32 on the first one. Creature is bloodied. Good. Finally. Uh, and then he's going to go again with advantage. That's a 25, uh, 16. Yeah. Good job. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, just FYI, the Divine Fury doesn't prop in the second hit. It's the first hit, I think. Oh. Not that I want... I would do one more damage, but... <laughs> right. No, that's fine. Yeah. New character who dis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Let me post that in chat. The first creature you hit... So if you split the attack across the blue and red, you would get both. But if it's on the first uh, same creature, then. Okay, fair. Uh, so I'll give him back six. Uh, that's fair. Uh, that works. Um, and I think that'll be the uh, end of Oro's turn. He's in a good spot. Uh, so that'll be the red slad. Uh, as it looks down... Noticing the squidling creature uh, getting ready to start making its way over to Torvrol and Abreus, uh, taking advantage of the situation, the red slad is going to first attack you, Abreus. The straight roll, because uh, restraint cancels out the protection. Okay. Uh. I bit Torvrol last time, so I'll bite you this time. That it is a 23. Yep. 10. Ouch. Okay. And now, oops. Now the red is going to swing at you, Torvrol. Hooray. 23. 22! <laughs> Ouch. Uh, do those hit? Uh, yeah. Six and 16 Ouch. total. And Constitution saving throw? Uh, yes, please. 
Is this for being poisoned because dwarves are resistant to poison? Not poison, no. This should be to okay. GM. There we go. Uh, yeah, not poisoned. Alright, so constitution saving throw, 20. Well, actually... Is it technically no, I infected with a disease. disease? Okay. So, like, I think at a certain level, paladins are immune to that, too. Well, <laughs> I think I hit the save on that, but I still take 16 damage. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Um, and you have to make a concentration I think so. Check, I think. Oh, do I do constitution twice? No, because you have a uh, spell that you... Um, yeah. Oh, uh, right, right, right. So I need to do that two times. Once for so I got to get above a ten for both of those. Okay. You got this. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There we go, Torvril. Not a Thank problem. Thank Jesus, because I need that. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't your too. first rodeo. You've been in sticky situations before. <laughs> This one's just a little slimier <laughs> and gooier than the last one. <laughs> I feel like this you trying to teach me a lesson for never taking damage. <laughs> no, this is uh oh, I'll tell you guys uh out of out of break. This you'll laugh at this uh why this is the way it is. Uh let's Oh, see I here. know. I I I fought these so many times before <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> uh let's see here. Um uh da, 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 I lost track. Uh I need to roll initiative because i think that was the end of the turn order or do we need uh, i haven't a, gone yet a brace you need to go still correct yep okay yep um question dm isn't a strength check or an athletics check if i'm proficient athletics can i use that to break out i'm okay either way i'm just asking i think i would go strength i don't i mean well isn't restraint normally athletics or acrobatics to get out I don't know. I thought it was always strength. Let me see. Because I, I think it's like slippery people can slip out and then like... For grapple, it's, uh, it's athletics and acrobatics. It depends on the condition it inflicts to oh, restrain, okay. but this would be similar to being grappled. That's why I oh, asked okay. to the same point, Bill. Yeah, let's just go strength uh, for right now. I'll, I'll look into it. I don't want to slow things down okay. too much. Uh, no go. No bueno. No I am still, then I am going to just attack with disadvantage on the blue slot. Okay. Um, so I'm going to attack it once with an 18 at disadvantage. Still hits. Yep. And that was my Seven. bonus attack. I'm going to hit with, I'm going to use my D4 here to get to 15. Does that hit? 15 hits. Okay. Oh, wow. So that does 11 piercing okay. and 8 piercing, plus my, my Hexblade's curse is still on it. So that does not 6 for a total of um, 25 damage. Very good. And I end my turn. I see. Okay. Very good, very, very good. Uh, the blue slad is barely hanging on, almost 
uh, almost like it's having a hard time keeping itself standing up as it kind of stumbles, uh, excuse me, stumbles side to side. The arms are pressed forward, but really heavy on the floor, as it's definitely not prepared for a fight like this. Probably hasn't eaten as well as it should have, as it's getting kind of tossed around here. Brings us back to the turn order. Um, let's go back to you, Idana. I get some of my vitality back at the top of the turn. And then I'm going to just try biting this thing again. Okay. Ah, that's not going to work. Not even Don't with a... Don't you get advantage since you're flanking across from Oro? Oh, yeah, you are. Always. Take oh, okay, that cool. advantage. Cool, cool, cool. Right here. Cool, 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 cool. 16, 16. hits. Yeah, that'll hit. You're a buddy. So, 17. 17 damage. It loses 11 from its total hit points, and I heal for 11 hit points. Nice. Sorry, and I am going to further place myself in front of Vel, because I know she is squishy. <laughs> Vel's doing her best. <laughs> <laughs> then I will end my turn there. Nidana, as you go to end your turn and step in, you step and this uh, creature seems to be really, really unable to track you like it once did. It's not doing well at all. Vel, your turn. Yeah, I'm going to throw a first level chromatic orb at this thing. Uh, blue or red? Uh, blue, sorry, blue, because it's almost down. Okay. Oh, uh, no, that's not going to hit. <laughs> 14 does not <laughs> hit, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. All right. Tinky poo. Uh-oh. Yeah. Blue Slad's turn. Mm hmm In a desperate attempt. Mm-hmm. To do anything to save its life. It knows that the characters that have been dealing the most damage is directly behind it so it's going to turn and try to damage as much as it can uh oro with the first a bite 19 claw crit and another oh. 20 what is oro's oh. uh oh oh shoot all those hit uh oh it's okay he's beefy he is beefy, but also big, big hits. <laughs> He's raging, so at least it's half damage. True. It's like having Uncanny Dodge up all the time. Yeah, that's that's nice. Nice. So that would have been... What's... Oh, wow. <laughs> oh wow, holy cow, so when 19 When the DM says oh well, that is not good 19 plus 16 plus 17 I need a calculator Oh, oh no Alright, I get these blood pictures that are slashing Because Oro is raging You're right 
Yeah, 52 exactly, so he'll take, divide that by 2, so he's going to only take 26, thank goodness. That's good. I think that's him and not any of us. And oh, I need, no. I need to make a constitution saving throw. I would have immediately gone down. <laughs> gone down. Oh, mood. I have 52 hit points. I have 27. You have 27 oh, hit no. points? You are squishy. I have a plus one to constitution and a d6 hit die. Okay, he that is squishy. That is super squishy. Oro makes it through, y'all. Good. Um, all right. Uh, that was the blue slads attempt. Uh, Torbrel. Try and get out again. Yep. Please. Um, I've made a grave mistake. All right. Well, well, bum, bum. You have a D4. I don't. You don't? Oh, you don't? No. No, he gave it to. Oh, that's me, right. The fighters. Him and him. Yep. Uh. Chat well, boys. I'm just gonna toll the dead again, I guess, on blue, DC okay. 16. And I'm rolling a wisdom. Yep. Yes. Got a negative one. Oh, nice. Kill it. You will take 15 uh, necrotic. How do you want to do this? Yeah. Uh, as I'm struggling around in these like tentacles and like just getting more tangled up, I'm like, God, oh, son of a. And then I kind of like am upside down hanging and just see the blue out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> and... And ring out a, a, a giant bell of uh, death. Perfect. <laughs> so as you get through your frustration, you kill this creature. It falls. Uh, you can make out each one of you telepathically the words "domination." Each as it falls to the ground, dead. The red one starts to scream a guttural sound, calling out in its frustration. Uh, Tor roll. Anything else? Nah, just hanging out, literally. <laughs> so, it is now this creature's turn, as it starts to climb up on you. It wants to. Let's see. How do I want to do this, Tor roll? How do I <laughs> want to do this? No brains. No brains. Does a 13 attach to you or hit you? 13 does not hit. So as this creature starts to come up and you feel the tentacles start enveloping your face and you feel it pull you closer and you start to feel on the back of your head the little teeth that these creatures have start going through. You're able to quickly shake your head and drop this thing next to you as it's unable to extract your brain. Uh, It cries out in frustration. Um, Oro's turn. As Oro runs forward. 5, 10, um, 15, 20, 25. uh, Screw it. I'm going to put him right here. 
uh, is going to come up here on this side of the um, red slad, and Oro is going to do what Oro does best. Let's do this. He's going to rage with his great axe, a 23 to hit, a 21 to hit. Uh, so the first one is 25, and then we got an 8. Is that another 32 on this thing? So it's 25 plus 10. Oh, not so the 8. 35. I got you. 35. Thank you for correcting me. So 35 yeah. on this creature. It is now bloodied. Well. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. The red slads turn. As it takes this damage, it's going to look to Oro again, mad that it just got slashed and hit uh, by this creature as the red slad goes for a bite. That's a 22, a claw. That's a 19 and a 24 for the second claw. Oh, Here we boy. go again. Oh, boy. 19. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. That's not bad. Okay, so he's only going to take, uh, I think, uh, 11 damage then. So really not bad at all. Oh. If everything is halved, he's down to 11. Wait, he's down to 11? Or down 11, sorry. Not down oh, okay. to 11. <laughs> yep, there goes Oro. Sorry, guys. No, uh, he's down 11 as he kind of just shakes this off, uh, ready to reclaim his uh, memories. Go back home, I guess. He's going to try to uh, destroy what's held him down as this red slad uh, finishes up his turn. Abreus. 20. Yeah. I break free? You break free. I'm inspired by Oro and um, I am going to attack this slot. Oh, by the way, um, because my Hexblade curse was on the blue slot, you see this gray energy seep out from him and heal my wounds. Because okay. when a creature dies, I regain hit points equal to one to my warlock level plus charisma, which is six. Cool. Sounds good. Okay. Um, and then I am going to wreck this red slot because I am not happy. Okay. 19. Hits. And a 27. Oh, yeah. So that's 13 piercing, 8 piercing, and I pumped my last divine smite into it Okay. for another 11. So total of 32 points of damage. Nice. How's this thing right. looking? Uh, this creature has about one droopy arm dragging against the floor, uh, still able to function, but it's not able to hold itself up like it once did. It's snarling at you, furious, uh, demanding uh, you to give up. Tele uh, you can hear in your heads uh, the words, give up. Not Never. something you're really going to have to worry about. <laughs> Uh, back to the top of the turn order. Idana. 
Well, let's get some quick healing in there real quick. I am back up to full. Yay. Um, I'm going to... Oh, golly. Is there any way for me to be able to come and attack this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had Oro kind of. <laughs> I had Oro kind of go over there, uh, hop over this thing or step around it. Uh, so like, come kind of just, just like step past, yeah. like that kind of. Yeah. There okay. You go. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna try and throw a dagger at that dude because I really don't need Torvril getting brain sucked. I uh, don't have very many to begin with this one. <laughs> uh, so, uh, throw it. See if you hit. Oh, boy. You have a d4? Ten, let me, yeah, roll that d4. Fourteen! Yay. Hits. Yay! How much damage? Four piercing, and then I... Ooh, do it's I get, def it's do definitely engaged with me. Back? Yeah, because you're, yes. it's, it's near one of your al enemies. Yep. Allies, I mean, it's near an ally. So yeah, 13 plus 4. 17. So yeah, 17 quick damage on that little squidling. So as you throw this dagger at this squidling, the blade pierces it, knocking it to the side, pinning it to the ground as it makes its feeble attempts one last time to reach forward for a tour of roll. And then dies on good. the spot. Good, 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 good. Oh, yeah. That is my turn. All right. Vel. Yeah. Vel is going to move right here and uh, try another uh, chromatic orb using her last first level spell slot. And, you know, replacing damage with force again because, yeah. Okay. 16. To hit. Uh, 13 force damage. 13, perfect. Hmm. And that's my turn. Alrighty. It, let's come on. Uh, takes this damage as it gets hit, uh, kind of in the back of its head a little bit, knocking it to the side, stumbling as it tries to gather itself yet again, angry, uh, not really able to stand up straight, uh, Demanding once again, uh, telepathically or telekinetically, that you uh, give up. Um, Mentally, I'm going to reply, no, you die. <laughs> uh, Torvril. You know, I almost don't want to save it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 21. There yes, you go. Yes, Torvril, you're finally right. out. Uh, I'm gonna give it the biggest no you that I can. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, I'm gonna take a page out of the DM's book here and inflict wounds at third level. Yes. Ooh. Nice. Oh, yes. Five to ten, baby. 20. Oh, boo. Oh, 31. <laughs> oh, 31. Oh, sorry. I just I misread that. Still. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really good. I thought I got I thought I got twenty off of I didn't I missed the first eleven. 
How do you want to do this? Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, I mean, I literally want to like fall down and like so I'm I'm laying kind of prone on the ground and I just grab his ankle and I say, "No, you." <laughs> As you grab <laughs> his ankle, you see like uh, uh, veins or rivers, kind of uh, almost of necrotic uh, poison damage falling or rising up this creature's leg from where you're holding it holding him down to where he is unable to move catatonic as the power of the or your uh inflict wounds hits him causing him to instantly collapse onto the floor dead now quickly before uh, a minute is up i'm going to go ahead and channel divinity bomb of peace and hit everybody in our group with uh, while uh, uh, Beacon of Hope is still active. It'll be uh, 17 hit points everybody will regain, except for Donna. Okay. Right, I'm at full. I'm also at full. As am I. Oh, well, wow. anyways, I needed it. No, no, I mean, I'm or, back at full now, thanks to you. Oh. How much help? Oro probably needed it, too. Yeah, Oro needed it. 17. Uh, 17. Yeah, he needed it. How much is does Aura still need more than like five or nine hit points? I mean, he's fifty-four of seventy-four. Okay. Um, I summon the divine energy to my fingertips and give him another eight. Okay. Come on. All right, he takes the eight gladly. Thank you. My Step pleasure. In. Stepping over these creatures, he looks to you, uh, Torbrol, and pulls out that Psy uh, Crystal shard or Psy Crystal that he has, and he looks over at the command center, and he places it, places it in to one of the orbs as the orb absorbs it, taking it. And the ship starts to ring up as it once did, humming. Um, Oro, what are you doing? Well, I'm going home. Ah, <laughs> are you taking us with you? Are we all going to your home? This is my home. Do you want to go to Ravnica? Oh, no. Uh you see, the game hey. has a guidebook for this campaign and not Ravnica. Right. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd like to visit you sometime, but I feel like we've got some stuff to come finish up here. I mean, maybe if you give us something of yours, we'll be able to plane shift and visit you sometime. Mm. I mean, we've something got Vela with us now. Yeah. What do I have? Let's see here. Something of mine, something of mine. Uh... Do you have maybe a, a necklace of sorts, or maybe... Here, let me just chop up one of them tusks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, what about um, old mom Paoro's uh, trinket here that I'm just uh, putting in my inventory? Only if you describe to me exactly what that trinket is and what it means to you. Yeah, exactly. It's one of these little necklaces that you hang over and it has a heart it's on a little... both sides. It's a picture. Oh, I was like, um, oh, it's the little cowbell. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good, a little cowbell. 
it's a, I love that so much more. It is a little cowbell necklace. <laughs> um, well, maybe Vel can hold on to that and we can visit you someday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I take I one of do. my uh, javelins out of kind of the, my weapon stash on my back and I tear off a small strip of my cloak that's been embroidered and I wrap it around the javelin and say, and I look at the rest of the party and I go, Oro, you've been a great brother in arms. Here's something to remember us by. And I, and you know, it's not a request, but I look at the rest of the party and see if they want to tie anything around the javelin before I hand it to him. Um, I'll hand him the bottle with the single drop of dragon's blood in it. <laughs> this is yours, buddy. I think you'll want this. You you fought good and hard for this. Proof that you fought a dragon. Oh, yes. Uh, thank you. I need that. I uh, I did make it bleed, didn't I? You, you sure did. <laughs> he takes it. He's, he's glad and he goes, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, let me see if I remember how to do this as he clicks a couple of buttons and I need to <laughs> give you... Before he parts, where did they go? He gives you a very nice uh, chest uh, that has a few items in it. And he goes, well, uh, does anyone first off want the bullet head? Um, I cannot carry it. I'm rather weak. Nah. Sure. Okay. You want it? All right. Ha ha ha. Perfect. Cool. You can get something good for me. So, yeah, he gives you the bullet head. Weighs about 40 pounds, 45 pounds. Oh. It's a decent sized thing, but uh, he's proud to give it to you. Uh, he looks at the other party members and first opens up this chest and kind of like looks like he's looking through something and grabs up a sticky metal monocle. Uh, excuse me, monocle. Uh, with a kaleidoscope lens that functions like eyes of minutes seeing. Uh, does anyone oh. want this? Uh, what what does it do? Uh, these crystal lenses uh, fit over eyes, and while wearing them, you can see much better than normal, like out of range to a foot. And you also have an advantage on intelligence investigation checks that rely on sight while searching the area or studying an object within range. <laughs> I'll just show that to everyone. <laughs> what, what's a, can... what's advantage? <laughs> yeah, no, like me helping you out. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I, I can see well enough. Uh, someone else could take it if they want. Um, Wait. Yeah, um... I could take that guess. I'm bad investigative. Although I already wear glasses. Oh, I took it on with my glasses. No. I mean, you could sit down with your glasses. What is Jill that? Jill tries to gain another glasses. <laughs> I hope. How do you say this word? I want to post it in because I feel like if I mispronounce that, I might potentially get, get us, harassed. Yeah, we might get in trouble. <laughs> how do you say that word? Quite. Okay, okay, so much better than what I thought. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Quaff, okay, and then uh, Oro kind of like goes through and he goes, Wait, 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 what about uh, da, da, da? here we go? He pulls out a slimy quaff, uh, 
made from a living space slug that functions like a helm of telepathy. Oh, damn. A slimy hat. Uh, made from slug. Let me show this to you guys. It's so cool. Slug looking. hat. Hopefully oh. you guys can see that. <laughs> wow. Uh... So, for those listening, while wearing this helm, you can use an action to cast uh, the Detect Thoughts spell uh, from it. And as long as you maintain concentration on the spell, you can use a bonus action to send telepathic messages to a creature uh, you are focused on. And it can reply. Oh. Uh, Torvro, this, this kind of seems like your sort of thing. Aye, it does. Um... Just, I think maybe in my hands I can uh, prevent it from being misused. I think that seems rather valiant. But I might misuse it myself, just don't tell nobody. No, <laughs> no one will know, of course. Um, Oro looks at you guys and says, It has been an absolute honor to serve with you. All I will miss every one of you, but I was taken from my home, and I wish to return to it. Well, there is much um, that I need to see done. Yeah, no, uh, two things real fast. One, we need to go grab the people downstairs, and two, can I check out of this room right here? I'm very curious. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What do I, what do I see in here if I peek in? I uh, peek in into this room and you see a few more people kind of uh, frozen in their cocoon-like states. Uh, undisturbed. Uh, nothing really important. It looks kind of like a storage area. Okay. Oh, more terrifying cocoon people. Okay. Well, I mean, the people downstairs are much like the people here in this room. So whichever one might be alive. All of them? Or no? Oh. Oh, gods, I don't know if we have the time. Yeah, no, how, that's how true. How much time do you think we have, Oro? Uh, let me see. Uh, actually, this is a fun turn time for me to see if Oro clicked the right few buttons. Uh, oh, lovely. Let's see. I can get a nat one and we all find a space. <laughs> oh, no. That's a natural <laughs> one. Uh... Oh dear. I no, think I might have done something. And that's when okay. you guys start to hear a low, subtle alarm. Uh oh. Oh boy. Uh, okay. might have pushed self destruct. Oh, God's run. Oh no. Okay. Um, time to go. get out. Time to get out. Yeah, we Let's race go. down. And as soon as, on the, as soon as we're on the next floor, Vella peek her head into the room with the cocoon people that we rescued. So, we've got to go. It's bad. And. Uh, continues racing downstairs. Okay, yep. so as you're racing down, the pulsing is a little more organic. It's not like a normal alarm where the sound is what's allowing you to know. It's this rumble, this vibration that is so off-putting, it just demands that you leave. But as you uh, get those commoners and you get everyone out, you start to see Oro is not with you. He's taking the spaceship as it starts to take off up and away so you can get away. Gets about 
Oh. It gets about 120 feet above the mountains uh, into the Aurora Borealis before the innocent ship implodes upon itself. A beautiful purple-blue-green light emits from the sky, casting a shockwave out like a beautiful planet, I guess, almost way too close uh, as the light starts to fade out and come back to its normal self. Or I just uh, oh God. He just saved us all. He did. He was or till the end. You could clearly tell that should this have gone off, it would have leveled it would have leveled some area causing ten towns to have perished. Oh gosh. I make the sign of the warrior with my spear and I just pray in silence for Oro the Great. So unfair. He was so close to going home. We must respect his sacrifice. He was a friend. Definitely, uh formidable ally I'm definitely going to miss him I so now that he's gone would one of you want to keep she gestures to end on it and uh, poor Brill um, do you want one of you want to keep this trinket of his we can't go visit him now and you've known him the longest I'll hold on to it yeah, she'll handy the cowbell uh, necklace. Oh, gods. <laughs> As the light starts to flicker from the night sky of the uh, illuminated explosion and go back to its normal low glow, you're able to make out the different snowflakes falling in the area you can start to tell that unfortunately despite your loss nature does not seem to care as a blizzard starts to come in okay so uh, everyone huddle up she gestures <clears throat> to everyone in the villagers uh and then she's going to uh in this area beneath sort of straight trip she's going to cast a then she's going to use her once a day uh Thing that allows her to ignore the uh, bonus ritual casting time and spend one minute casting the on the tiny height. Okay. Um, yeah. So as you do, you start to wait out the storm. Um, you're able to stay a little bit warm. Does anyone want to say anything or role play anything in this moment as we start to wait out a long, long blizzard? So where do we go from here? No, gods. I mean... Well... There's still... The fishermen to look into. 
Yeah, the, and the Brotherhood. Yeah, the creepy cultists. I there's clearly people who need our help here. And I'd like to think that Ora would be happy if we kept doing things that helped the people of Icewind Dale. Or be happy if we just kept bashing heads and I think he'd appreciate that. Both of those. <laughs> yeah, why not both? Let's bash heads in his memory. Sounds good to me. I mean, bashing heads is more of a Torvril Abreus thing. I'll I'll continue with the stabbing and biting and Vel can do her crafty magics. But yes. We'll do that in our friend's honor and continue trying to save this area. Wonder if it's even savable. How? What are we going to do to break the curse? And does it? What'll happen to the to this place right after the curse is broken? Um, I'm honestly not sure. Do you eat a whale? One bite at a time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't a whale before, Tobro. Uh, you know, <laughs> there was another another young man. To Torbro, everybody's a young man young man uh, who was with us for a while and I think if I had kept hanging out with him I might have had the chance but unfortunately he was gone as well and I, I worry for all of you I'll do my best to keep you alive but just, I just worry you guys not to interrupt, unfortunately, I need a perception check from all of you. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. And I'm going we to We just had us. a large explosion happen. That is true. 25! Hachimachi. Let's get to a new map, was... shall we? Once again, Ibrius is kind of just lost in his own world. As one. 13. Uh, if you guys don't mind, let's uh, drop tokens here at the bottom of the map. You guys can kind of huddle together, and then uh, we'll draw something around. We'll make this easy. I'll be right here, so for the... I'll be in front. I would say at this point you have long rested. Or not long rested, excuse me. Short rested. Okay. I'll take that. Sure, it hasn't been a long rest. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I get some things back on a short rest. Uh, so, as you are sitting in here, each one of you seems to notice, it, even you, Abreus. Uh, unfortunately, it takes you a little bit to kind of catch on that people have stopped listening in 
and kind of tuned into what's going on around them as they're looking around, uh, clearly able to see through this tiny hut that is formed uh, as you're all able to start seeing footprints uh, or not footprints, excuse me. Uh, you're able to hear footprints in the snow as you start to see people without clothes on. Um, they have maybe a little bit of a, a loincloth covering some of their uh, body parts, but it's really small. Their bodies are completely frostbitten. They have very odd-shaped and uh, honed-in stones as they start to walk around and look up to the sky trying to understand what is going on. Uh, they're murmuring to themselves, murmuring to the sky. Uh, some of them stop on and drop to their knees and call out, uh, O real, O real, is this the sign? And they stay quiet, not quite paying you any attention. I mean, they, they can't see us in the hut, anyways. Right. Well, we'll nudge uh, Torval and say, yeah, but help telepathic, telepathic helmet, right? They could probably send them a message to say, no, it was not the sign, go away. <laughs> I, uh, I think we have to go out and help these poor sons of bitches before they freeze themselves to death. Uh, let me show you if I can. Who you see. I'm pretty sure I've shown you, but I just want to paint a picture. They are so pretty. <laughs> these are Orel's cultists I'm assuming I don't think we've run into these suckers yet I'll just blow one up so you can see it on the map uh, oh they goody. choose to wear minimal clothing allowing the frost to freeze on their skin a tribute a sacrifice to show their commitment to Orel as they walk around in a group murmuring to themselves unaware of you um i think it's safe to say that they choose to dress like this that would explain a lot of the um you know other hopeless people we've seen one frozen around here yeah, no. Um. Gods, do we want I mean, to try and. I think we ought to. Them? Well, I, th I think we ought to help them, because, like, I mean. Actually, I don't know what I know. What does help? I might be about to. Oh, it might turn I might be this. about to metagame here, so if I am metagaming and it's something I know, just stop me. Because uh, I can't remember if I know this or not. But Oriel was all about preserving beautiful things, and they're not very pretty right now. So, I mean, maybe we can go spread the message and say, maybe you ought to clean up a little bit. That's actually not a bad idea. Are you guys sure we should go up there? I have feeling that I have had some experience with cults, and people in a cult are not easily persuaded. 
If you want to go talk to them, we have prepared to bash some heads. You may be right, but I'm not about to let some people freeze to death when I might be able to stop and save them, even if it's only the one of them. All right. I can come out with you since I'm. Yeah, you're already stamping. Let's go. Charge. You guys go ahead. I can't leave the dome without it disappearing. And these two, until the gesture of the commoners, they'll freeze to death if we. Sorry, Bell, go ahead. No, they'll just freeze to death if I leave them here. I will yeah. be your shield then. And I draw my shield and spear and I step out with them. Oi, fellas! I've got someone you might be interested in talking to over here. They look very surprised <laughs> as you kind of appear out of nowhere in this blizzard, uh, calling them out. They clearly have their weapons drawn as they're looking at you uh, quite manically. Uh, we we mean you no harm. I I am one with Oril. I. I mean you no harm. Uh, would you maybe just listen to us for one moment? Oh, real? Oh, real? Is it a real? Can we do this? Can we be? And they start to walk closer and they are kind of talking to themselves as they kind of stop here. Weapons still drawn. Well, how do we know you are who you say you are? I'll pull out my ice dagger and just show it to them. Is is this proof enough? A weapon from Oril herself. One from the back takes a step forward. Walking directly to you, Idana. Mm-hmm. Gets right up close and tilts their head to the side, revealing their neck. Show us. Mm. Yeah, I'll go for his neck. Oh, jeez. Mm. <laughs> what do I do here? Yeah, I'll... Bite. Bring down the dagger. Or a bite. Do you want a bite or the dagger? Well, what, what would you do? What do you see? I mean, I'm... I'm well, how hungry am I? <laughs> well, you I, have... Actually, it's been two days, hasn't it? It has been. I'll fetch. Okay. I'll fetch. Fetch. <laughs> um. Well, do you want me to make a wisdom saving throw first, and then see how I react? I would say you could, but you're at a very high disadvantage. The DC okay, yeah. at this point would be 18, with somebody willingly showing you their neck after you've smelled blood. Okay. Yeah. No. I'll. I'll make that roll. Yeah. That's an 11. Yeah. I'm biting them. Okay, go ahead and make your hit. <laughs> yeah, that does it. 
So as you bite, I don't know what are you doing? And you just like as I go for this guy, you kind of just like see my face kind of like almost slacken as I'm like not really myself for a moment as I just bite this guy on the neck. As you drain him, he goes limp in your arms. The others put their weapons down and start chanting, falling on the ground, praising O'Reel. We have finally got our answer. You're here. You're here. the answer you were seeking the sign of course preservation of everything beautiful soon we will join praise be O real praise praise as they seem to their spirits seem to have lifted it almost seems like they're no longer the same people that were kind of moping through the snow they seem to be so excited about life and reinvigorated almost inspired with this newfound devotion to Oril I ask that you go to the nearest town that you can and Wait for her arrival. Make yourselves presentable for preservation. For preservation, O'Reel? Will grant us personally? Of course. Of course. They look at each other confused. Make me a persuasion check. <laughs> That's a nine. <laughs> you can tell that they seem very confused by this command. Well, are we not supposed to? And they seem to uh, get quiet as they start to talk amongst themselves, uh, huddling close like they're arguing about something. Can I hear what they're saying? Uh, yeah, you guys can uh, roll a perception check if you're curious. Whoever's listening yeah. in. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. That's only a 12. Watch Abreas be clueless once again. <laughs> I am too far back, I think. Oh, oh no, they're right there, actually. So I'll listen, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Try. Uh, perception. Aw, oh, 14. Yes, unfortunately, Abreus, you're the only one that can make this out as you hear them say something uh, about ten towns, something along the lines of absolute preservation. Uh, but the way they say it, that doesn't seem quite the same meaning that maybe you've been led on to believe, Abreus. Yadana, 
not sure they're going to take your words the same way. Sorry? I, I'm not sure that they will follow your instructions to the letter, if you know what I mean. Hey, um, sorry, hold. And Idana's just gonna kinda stand there, the kinda like slackedness to her face, like Oh disappearing and she's like kinda coming to her senses again, like, oh what? Oh um Sorry, what just happened? You just bit somebody in front of us. Oh gods. Oh, gods. And you looked like you enjoyed it. I don't remember. Not, not entirely. I mean, I remember him coming to me and then it was just kind of a, like a, a red blur almost. As you're talking, they all approach. We'll follow you to Tin Towns. There we will wait for the preservation. Um. Yeah, let's. Let's do that. DM, how's this blizzard going right now? Is it still pretty still, bad out? Still very much raging on. Okay. Does this group look like they intend on leaving now? Yes, they are actually starting to walk the opposite way, leaving the one that was bit on the floor. Mm -hmm. They look at you confused that you're not... Uh, following suit um Abreus Torval um come find me at the closest town I'll I'll meet back up with you guys you and sure I'll... yes I'm I'm sure I'll, I'll wait for you at either an inn or a tavern And I'll just step away. Alright. You start to make your way out as they start to leave. Uh, anything anyone want to do as they're starting to make their way as a group? Oh, I took everyone! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm going to control! <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you guys back. Uh... Yeah, anyone doing anything or saying anything before they leave? Um, no, I don't think there's not anything I can do, really. Except respect whatever Idana has going on, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before right. Idana gets out of earshot, I'm going to say to her, Idana, this is unacceptable. What's happening? 
you go do what you have to do, but we've got to fix this, and if I can't, then I've got to fix it. It's okay, do what you must. I look at Jenna and go, and I, you know, after Torval says that, I says, you and I will need to have words when you get back. That's fine. I'll I'll see you soon. If you need to bite someone, rather be one of us than another person. We'll we'll figure that out. Nod and turn back into the hut. All right. Uh, you go back into the hut. Uh, you see Vel. I assume looking quite confused. <laughs> Yeah, she's just wondering why the hell. Well, she she is vaguely aware of what's going on with uh with uh Adana, but she's just very worried about why she's leading a bunch of cultists to a town. <laughs> that's a fair. That's a fair question. Uh, all right. Uh, what else do you guys want to do at this moment? I'm probably just going to be sitting pretty quietly until we long rest. Yeah, what time of day is it right now? Uh, yeah, you guys are probably looking uh, like you're close to, oh, I would say 9.30 at night. Oh, okay, yeah. The blizzard yeah. is probably going to go around uh, for another mm -hmm. at least three hours. Okay, I... I just make some tea, just and I offer it to the rest of the party. It's my ritual for calming myself at the end of the day. Yeah, Belle will take some of that tea while she's re reading up for her book. Or we'll also take some tea, but it'll sit there until it goes cold. He's just in his thoughts. Um, perfect. So as you guys are kind of sitting there in your thoughts, taking this all in, uh, time passes. It's quiet. It's, you know, it's not uncomfortable. It's just unfortunate. As time goes on, this person that is laying down just outside the tent, you start to notice a very odd and eerie glow start to rise from their body. It gets brighter. It gets, um, it gets even I'm gonna brighter. go outside, and I'm gonna take my warhammer. I'm gonna smash it down on his head. <laughs> Give me one second, as you go through to smash it down on its head. Uh, oh come on, roll twenty! Don't do this to me now. I need you. Oh, there it is. As you go outside, a different creature appears, sitting, uh, not, I guess, really a different creature as much as uh, their glow, this creature has kind of seized up and is now glowing directly from their face. Um, 
light is emitting itself as bright as possible. Uh, I guess I'll blow it up like that so you can see. Uh, where once was a creature seems to be only light. Uh, and Could you possibly post a picture of what this thing is since I'm no longer on the map? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, give me one second. How do I show you without? I just save the picture and DM it to me or something. Okay. Here you guys go. I found it. I'm going to show it to you this way. Oh no! What did I do? Oh no! <laughs> so, uh, that is what you see when you kind of step out. Uh, you are you can you're more than welcome to swing down and hit it. I just wanted that to be kind of painted, uh, as you say. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna get this at advantage since he's laying down and prone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, wow, that wasn't even any good. It doesn't hit. You're able to swing down would. right next down to it. The creature stands up. Looks at you. Shining its light. Goes to raise its weapon. Then slowly puts it down Torvril. And starts to walk off. We destroy that Torvril. What? Yeah. I think it can't hurt me, but I'm pretty sure it can hurt you. Why can't it hurt you, Torvril? A deal Adana made. Oh, spicy, spicy. I'm more worried about if it, it hurts others. Yeah, I know. It could be following everyone into town. Or it's not that. Come across a traveler of some sort and okay god knows I, what that's we agreed that we need to eliminate the thing i so i i recover a spell slot with a short rest and i take out my holy water and i cast it on myself and i look at torval and vel and i charge out against it okay let's do a quick initiative roll I am also, so sorry. <laughs> also, just for to make things quicker, so I'm the Leoman's tiny hut. You will not allow me to stick my hand out to cast a spell, correct? No. I mean. Yeah, to make things quicker, yeah. I'll just stay in the hut and let them do what they have to do. Okay, that's fair. Where is my initiative? Oh no! I got a three. All right, uh, so, uh, Abreus, yeah, you're right up on this turn order. Uh, swing down, do your thing. Okay, I bonus action Hexblade's Curse, so I got it back in a short rest. Okay. 
And I just attack once, and I miss, I'm going to guess. Wow. With an 11, yes, that misses. Okay, and I'm done. All right. Uh, That brings us to Torbril. I'm going to move around here so we can be flanked. And um, I'm going to swing and... um, the last swing I did, I did it with uh, two hands, assuming that I had left my uh, shield behind because I was just walking outside to smash this thing's head, not realizing what I was getting into. Okay, so fair. I'm going to continue to swing uh, two-handed here. Nice. With a 24 nice. this time. Yep, yep. Four bludgeoning. <laughs> wow. All right. It still, still takes the damage. All right. Uh... And that brings us to its turn. As it uh, looks at you, Abreus, it's going to cast, uh, not cast, it's going to try and slam you with a 14, I imagine, misses, right? Oh, I knock it with my shield, and you, you have disadvantage as well. Yes, that is disadvantaged. Okay. And this would be another one, uh, multi-attack coming up, uh, <laughs> 20 double 20 oh jeez that does hit uh let's see here 33 cold damage 33 yep as it casts a ray of bright light oh. freezing hitting you uh directly I'm in bloody. your face as it just oh. plasters you yeah, I'm going to have to leave this dome. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to the top of the turn order as I find some battle music here. <laughs> it's away. Okay. Well, I am hurt, but I will not back down. And I'm going to attack one more time. I'm flanking. Okay. So that's a 20 and a 24. Yep, both hit. So that is 18 plus 6, 24 points of damage. Okay, 24 points of damage. Great. And I'm done. Okay. Uh, Torvril. Uh, same thing, swinging with two hands here again. Uh, terrible, but this time I'm going to do what I should have done last turn and cast this bonus action, uh, Sanctuary, which is going to put him in a real hard spot if he fails his wisdom saving throw against Abreus. Okay. Because so, it basically, if he tries to attack Abreus and he fails a wisdom saving throw against a DC 16, he has to choose a new target or lose the spell or attack. Um, it doesn't oh. it doesn't protect from like area of effects, but if he targets Abreus and fails and can't hurt me, then he's basically losing his turn. Okay. Okay, so he has to choose to attack you then? Yep. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Does that end your turn? That will end my turn. Did, so is he compelled to? Is it kind of like you making a suggestion to him? Is that what I'm understanding? Like, or does no, it's he know? Ward. It's like a magic ward on the uh, on the person being cast. I got you. All right. So yes, he'll turn to you, uh, Torvril, and do the same. First. 
Oh, come on. Is it not doing it? Uh, yeah, 12 for the first attack for the slam. Second uh, is the cold ray. <laughs> That's a 19. Uh, that definitely hits. All right. That would be 25 cold damage. Oof. Oh, I was just saying both of my friends pelted. I'm going to do a thing next turn. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and roll initiative. Get in here. Yeah. Uh, then it'll go while you're doing that. The cold uh, that finishes up the cold walkers turn. So, yes, please get in here. Oh, good. That brings you up above right after Torv roll. So we'll go back to Abreus. Flanking, so that's a 23. Yep, hits. And that is a 25. Yep, hits. Or 19 plus 6, 25 points of damage. Beautiful. This thing is on uh, death's door. Pretty low. It's past bloodied. I should have informed you as Tor. Anything else? Torvald, your turn. Alright, well I'm about out of things to do here, so I'm just going to keep swinging my Warhammer. Okay. Nice, that hits. 11 damage, that's better. Yep. Yeah, and this thing is barely hanging on. Vel, your turn. Yeah, she's going to uh, use her uh, free item interaction for this turn to throw a blanket over the two uh, commoners. Say, stay here, don't move. And then she's going to leave the dome and cause it to disappear. And then uh, she will cast a. Uh, just to finish this thing off, and we're going to have a long rest anyway. I'm going to fucking risk it and throw a third level uh, chromatic orb, a second level chromatic orb at this thing. Okay. Uh, if don't fuck me, D &D beyond. <laughs> Come on. Oh, it fucked me. It me. <laughs> 13 is its AC. Oh, oh, thank God. Oh, yes. Lucky. And then it'll be fire damage. Okay. 20 fire damage. Oh, yes. It becomes consumed in flames as this thing falls to the ground. Uh, dead. You are able to kill it as it drops down to the ground, uh, disappearing in ash as the wind takes it away. Hey. So... And you will bring that hump again, Val. Yeah, I'm gonna go... That was a lot. I'm gonna just sit here and spend ten minutes ritual casting the hut. over coughing up frozen blood, and then puts a shield in front of uh, Val to shield her from the cold, and then just slumps. And looks for his frozen tea. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, between me and you, this was kind of my last ditch that um, save. It's, I, I can do uh, the Bomb of Peace again, which is going to be 2d6, so plus 5. Uh, so me and you are going to take or heal up 12. Perfect. Toro. I'm glad we defeated that thing before it could do more harm. 
We've got a problem. We do. I don't think Yudana knows that she's creating those things. I don't think she does either, but even if she weren't, we still have a problem. We do. We need to find her as soon as possible tomorrow. Hopefully she's, you know, trying to slow that down and, and you know, walk a little slower or slow them down in any way she can. We can catch up to them. Possibly, maybe. I don't want to know what'll happen when those frozen fanatics reach the closest town. Which, what is the closest town, by the way? Uh, Dugan's Hole. Okay. Uh, Get some rest and head out as soon as we can in the morning. I think they might fit in at Dugan's Hole, to be fair. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, so you're able to cast up Leoman's tiny hut. Uh, you get comfortable. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say or do? Rios is just going to slump in exhaustion. Yeah, Vel's just going to pull out her. No, she. The... She'll keep her pillow and uh, take back her blanket, but she'll leave the bedroll for the, uh, uh, like, spread out the bedroll for the two commoners. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, let me roll something uh, for them real quick. Let's see how they're doing. Oh, yeah, if we had offered them any food uh, afterward, would they have eaten or no? Yeah, they would have eaten. They probably, okay. after everything that's gone on, they probably would have just uh, stayed in that hut. So okay. I guess you don't really need to. If they were in the hut, I don't think the hut would have disappeared, right? If I leave, it will. But it was okay. I was only gone for like a few seconds, I think, before okay, fair going enough. back to recast it. Okay, well, yeah. So yeah. I have enough like range of movement to give them like 12 also with that, um, with that bomb of peace I did. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. doing just fine. Yeah, they they're they're healing up. Uh, uh, the one without the arm is doing just fine. Um, I'm gonna wait until everybody's asleep, and then as stealthily as Torval can be, which we all know is not very stealthy, but I'm gonna try <laughs> to be stealthy. I'm gonna walk out of the hut a good distance away. Um, I'm gonna try and stealth to see if I wake anybody up coming out of the hut. Uh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, not very, I'm, not very stealthily. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going for a restroom break. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, be, Deception check. <laughs> yeah, no, be, be safe. Uh, and, uh, I'm going to walk out like, I don't know, a good distance out. And, um, I'm going to get down uh, kind of like on my knees like I'm praying to my god and uh, instead of talking to Baron or True Silver I'm going to say Oral I don't know if you can hear me but if you can understand that Idana means a lot to me and you've Turned her and bewitched her into something that she's not normally. I don't begrudge that against you, as it's your nature. And in fact, I kind of admire it. 
But I can't let you corrupt her. If you can have her be your champion, that's fine. But please, take away this curse you've thrown upon her. And I'll just sit there for a little bit longer and eventually head back and go to sleep. Before you head back, make me a perception check. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That one! You fucking ran curse. I'll give this to you. You see a familiar owl looking at you, sitting up in a tree, not minding the blowing snow. Do you do anything? I don't know if you're oral or if you're one of her uh, familiars, I guess I should say. Can you hear me? <laughs> um, so that is when you see Ravison swing <laughs> down from the tops of the tree. Oh, good. Leave. Y'all haven't met Ravison. <laughs> Leave uh, Owl form. Uh, long shall on their shoulders, cold, dead eyes, matty, unkept uh, brunette hair, uh, purple lips, blue stained teeth as they kind of come up to you. Oh. Now this is interesting as they are a little bit away from you, but they're clearly able to whisper and communicate with you on the wind. Uh, something unique about them as they kind of keep just walking up to you. Uh, now what would you offer in replacement for your friend? I could cast a tech thoughts from my brand new helm of tele telepathy. <laughs> okay. It's only a DC DC thirteen save. Um, what uh? Um, doesn't let's see. Is it wisdom? Oh no! Here, let me. Cast, uh, and nope, that's not right. Uh, yeah, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, that's a twenty-two. Okay, so they totally saved. Dang it! I thought that was gonna about to be sick. <laughs> um, uh, with attack thoughts, you do get surface level thoughts. You just don't get deeper thoughts. Oh. I don't know the spell very well yet. <laughs> okay. So you can get stuff like, oh, this person's feeling happy, sad, excited, anxious, like very surface level. Gotcha. So as you're uh, sitting there talking, um, let me roll this. Uh, <laughs> 
DM's mumbling to himself. Oh crap. Okay. Uh, make me. What's your passive perception? Uh, it's pretty high, actually. Um, Fifteen. Fifteen. You notice that there is a bit of a hand movement, a uh, stone, a twig, and a bit of a green plant mushed together in the hand as they cast it down to the side, shake their hand a little bit, and look up to you and say, Well, now you're quite the specimen, Torvril. You, you've been on the eye of O'Reel for a while, and when they say that, you start to notice that the ground around you has changed. You're almost in a different terrain. You smell like you're back home where you grew up on the Sword Coast. Um, Mithra Halls. What's that? Mithra Halls. Mithra Halls. I'm sorry. Yes, Mithra Halls. Yep. Back where it <laughs> sounds like you're being at home. Uh, you feel like you can hear the same sounds of that area, the, the busyness that it once was, uh, the same smells, the almost familiar terrain comes about you as you're uh, aware that you're clearly under some sort of spelled terrain. This is a welcome insight. This is the kind of good that Oral can bring, is it? Preservation, that's all we seek. I... What? But you haven't preserved Idana. You've changed her into something different. She's no longer what she was, which, by definition, is not preservation. Hmm. But she shall be forever the same. So why don't we just turn the whole damn place into vampires? Why don't we, Torvril? Preserved. What beautiful, beautiful thing would you say? And then, wouldn't we all starve then? Like, then nobody's preserved. We're all a bunch of corpses. Like, if we want to do some preservation here, which, I want you to know, I am for preservation. Then are there not things that you lose by changing something? These are not my concerns. My concerns are simply to follow out the simple orders. Preservation. I'm not saying that all of us shall be vampires or chosen to be vampires. Only the ones that are... Vampires, and I'm not saying that all shall be preserved. Some might have to fall to a different fate, but only the beauty, only the preservation of all that should be held in time. Right. A better world, something that. something worthy of a deity. Okay. So. Idana, you said, what could I give in return to make a deal? Can Oriel change her back to a vampire? And preserve her in her original true form, and not this changed damnation thing that she's turned her into? Uh, 
for a price. And what price would that be? You, Torvro. And so I'd be a vampire then? No, no, you... You would be... Something special. Something to look at every day. A statue. Preserved, Preserved frozen. in time. The beauty, the things that you've done for the Ten Towns, it's truly amazing. Your story would be told for all times, Torvro. Done. And with that, Torvril, Ravison steps forward, placing a hand on you. And you're transported to a different place on the map. Somewhere very isolated and cold. You can hear the crashing of waves, the clashing of giant icebergs smashing into each other, the chaos of the sound of breaking ice falling into water as you come to a terrain open up, beautiful. You see many, many statues around you and as you start to notice them you start to lose feeling in your toes and your feet I'd like to say that right now there's just a smile on my face as I stare out and then it slowly moves up through your body to the top of your head and you are preserved beautifully for time in the garden over real and with that I think we are going to end tonight's episode oh jeez guys <laughs> we don't even the <laughs> thing is, we don't oh, even know that he we just thought he went to God to his restroom we don't know what yeah. happened oh, oh no oh no oh no and gonna suddenly lose her vampire powers and then she will be so confused oh my god this is so bad Torvo's dead oh my god alright she, she made a promise though Idana's gonna be <laughs> oh yeah she went back on her promise i guess that's right all right no, thank you so much guys another promise oh she's gonna oh, be so pissed <laughs> oh no <sighs> all right resolve uh everyone oh, thank gosh. you for listening in to the crit cast podcast uh you can follow us on twitter the crit cast pod uh, instagram the crit cast podcast and if you have anything to send to us uh any emails or anything like that we always love hearing from you critcastpodcast at gmail.com you guys go ahead and say good night
Good night. Good night, everyone. For everybody. Uh (laughs) All right. Well, uh, good luck on all of your adventures.